What makes a life a good one? Is it the adventure you have? Or the friends you find along the way? Maybe it's pursuing your passion while striving to protect, defend, and save what you believe in every single day. So, what makes a life a good one? In the Coast Guard, we think it's all of the above and more. But you'll have to find out for yourself. Visit GoCoastGuard.com to learn more. All right, Mr. News. Hit it! Next on the Ledger Report, unmasking our children. It's happening in blue states, or is it? The devil's in the details of this alleged return to freedom and being able to breathe. We will examine the big picture here. Is liberty prevailing finally in this, the greatest attack on American constitutional rights in this republic's history? Also, pay no attention to taxpayer crack pipes. Pay no attention to that $30 trillion national debt. Pay no attention to inflation, the wide open southern border, and massive voter fraud. No, pay attention to this, the shiny political object called the January 6th Committee. Stand by. The doors to the newsroom are locked and the PC police are not getting in, so sit back and relax as we unfold this edition of the Ledger Report. There was a time, a time before cable, when the local anchorman reigned supreme. And in San Diego, one anchorman was more man than the rest. His name was Graham Ledger. Because of the dramatic decline in our COVID numbers, effective Monday, March 7th, the statewide school mask mandate will be lifted. Additionally, we will lift the statewide mandate in all childcare settings. Later this week, we will extend the public health emergency by 30 days to allow for this mask mandate to continue until then and then be responsibly lifted. As we have with other similar actions, we're announcing this with plenty of advance notice for our schools and childcare settings, for our students and their families, our educators, and support staff to determine how this will impact them and to finalize any steps they may need to make in preparation. Masking continues to be an important tool to prevent the spread of COVID and should be used in many circumstances. In the coming weeks, the Department of Health will also be updating, under Judy's leadership, will also be updating its guidance to help school districts make the best decisions as to whether and when masks uh, should be worn. I must thank the overwhelming majority of students, parents, administrators, educators, and support staffers who stood tall as role models ever since our schools returned to in-person instruction by wearing your masks day in and day out without problem or protest. You truly represent our highest New Jersey values of selflessness, community spirit, collective responsibility, looking out for others. You are the reason why we're ready to take this step. A couple of things to note. We are removing the statewide requirement that all students, educators, staff, and visitors wear masks while indoors. Again, effective uh, March 7. We are not removing the ability of individual district leaders to maintain and enforce such a policy within their schools or any private childcare provider from maintaining such a policy within their business should community conditions require. 
So I have one question for the good folks of this great Commonwealth, uh, Pennsylvania. Why in the wide world of sports do you have this guy in the governor's mansion? What a, what a tool this guy is. Masking is still an option. Masking is still an option. These young children are being deprived oxygen. Their brains aren't growing. The CO2 is remaining in their bodies, stuck in their bodies. Not only that, is we've had these masks after a healthy dose of six or seven hours of school sitting there. We've had them analyzed. Pathogens, all kinds of bacteria, bad things, of course, develop on the mask. And I think about those poor grocery workers, by the way. This poor lady, you know, at the checkout, she's scanning the beep, beep, and, and she's grabbing the mask and she's touching the, uh, the pork and then touching the mask and she's touching the milk and she's touching, holy moly. You know, Kid Rock, I think, said it best in his new song. And that is, you have screwed up. I'm going to paraphrase Kid Rock because I'm going to give you a G-rated version. Kid Rock is not, of course, G-rated. You have screwed up an entire generation of children. You have screwed up an entire generation of young people. Not only physically, we're just talking physically here, but mentally. What have you done to an entire generation of young people? You have told them that other people are germy. You know, we used to joke in the schoolyard when we were kids that somebody had cooties or something like that, but we know we were joking. You people have made some of the people in this country, including Murphy, the esteemed governor of New Jersey, has, has made this a life and death situation. That if you tell a child now, if they don't wear a mask, they could kill somebody. This is insanity. When on the CDC website, it clearly says that mask wearing, according to a 2018 study that the CDC did, mask wearing does zero to mitigate the spread of any virus any virus, including this one. But you see, you see the out that this guy did? You see what he did here? Yeah, we're gonna lift the mandate. We're not gonna lift the state of emergency. Oh no, we need another 30 days on that. And who knows after 30 days, these people are drunk on power. But he left it up to the quote, school districts. School districts to maintain the mask mandate if they want to. And so, why? Why is this tool, Murphy, suddenly caving, or is he? You heard what he said. The state is lifting the mask mandate, but the schools can still gag five and six-year-olds and deprive them of oxygen all day long, not to mention <laughs> their constitutional rights. Sounds as phony as Biden's face on a $4 bill. Joining me now from Lynchburg, Virginia, former Congressman for Virginia District 7, and now Dean of the School of Business at Liberty University, Dave Bratt. Dave, just down the road from you, not too far down the road, what about 150 miles, you have Loudoun County. And you have a school board that is drunk on covering up the faces of, of young children. And we just saw that they were served in a rather unique way, a, a, a lawsuit pleading with them. And it's, it's a shame they have to go to court, but the parents are saying, that's it, no more. We're going to sue your rear ends to have our children have the choice if they want to be able to wear a mask or not in school. It's amazing what's happening here. How do you 
handicap what's going on when you look at some of the blue state governors saying, oh, we're going to lift, but really they're not lifting, are they? No, it, 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 it's a tragedy. I mean, I, I was in the seventh. I won by 15 and 15. And then this leftist thing came on in reaction to Trump and uh, just caused a, uh, a cycle of irrationality the likes no one could anticipate. And so everything you're describing here is that. And so on, on top of what you're saying in Loudoun, the Department of Justice uh, has put out a paper now. It's available out in public and print calling anyone that uh, fights against uh, the, the federal decrees a, uh, a national terrorist, a domestic terrorist. And it's for real. They're going into uh, moms uh, while, they're, while they're homeschooling and arresting them and putting them out on the lawn with handcuffs on. This is all on the nightly news now. And uh, unfortunately, uh, the rest of America is still kind of sleeping uh, and waiting for something to happen to them before they freak out. And you will freak out when this stuff uh, hits you because it's, it's inconceivable that any of these things could happen in, in the United States. And so, I, I mean, we, we, we have just a series of documented disasters. Uh, and you know, I get a kick out in Virginia. We're happy that, you know, a lot of people are happy that uh, Governor Glenn Youngkin won. Uh, but that's where the tailwinds of Afghanistan, inflation, uh, $30 trillion in debt, taking over the schools in Loudoun. He won on that issue. Uh, the border uh, chaos, they're flying people, uh, illegal folks into other cities. Uh, and, and the list goes on and on and on. And he only won by 3%. And so th this is not a cause of celebration in my mind. Uh, in my mind, I want to know what where the 47% are. Uh, and uh, what planet they're living on, how, how you can have all these devastating things happen at the same time and not say uh, these folks got to go from power because this is getting uh, dangerous and very scary. Dave, do you look at this, this whole episode of COVID and the government response to COVID, which has crushed constitutional rights, which yeah. has thrown the First Amendment out the window, yeah. has attacked people's liberty from coast to coast, even, let's face it, even some red state governors fell for this early on, and yeah. even Donald Trump yeah. fell for X amount of this uh, early yeah. on. Now, as we've seen the evolution or the devolution, if you will, of, of COVID and how yeah. different states are reacting certain ways, you go to Florida, you go to Texas, and you have freedom, and it's normal yeah. life there. But if you went yeah. to Super Bowl, if you go to the Super Bowl this weekend in Los Angeles, when people enter that stadium, they're going to be handed an N95 mask when the irony is just a week or a couple weeks earlier, you had the governor of that state and you had the mayor of Los Angeles what, calivanting around, if you will, with Magic Johnson with no mask on. Yeah. What's yeah. amazing to me is, first of all, two things. One, I think in a way the framers of the Constitution might be smiling at this. This is, in a way, federalism at its best or maybe its worst. Yeah. Yeah, in California yeah. and in New York and, and Illinois. But it's amazing to me, Dave, that, that you have intelligent people in Los Angeles, many yeah. intelligent people, who all they have to do is look at what's going on in these free states and say, you know what, something's wrong here, but it's not happening. Yeah. yeah. Well, and that's right. I still think a majority of the people are in the camp you just described. But uh, as you know, in econ, uh, James Buchanan uh, won a Nobel Prize prize for government capture and elite capture. And so you can watch any uh, crime mafia kind of logic show. If your boss at a Fortune 500 uh, firm lays down the law one way and you speak out against it, you're in trouble. And so the elites have all been captured. 
Uh, and that's leading to a lot of herd behavior. People just fall in line like sheeple uh, and they don't realize the, uh, the aggregate effects that lie in the future because uh, of our herd behavior. It's causing just massive damage to this country. And then secondly, you know, some of the politicians got caught off guard, like you said, and it's kind of like when you had the Great Depression, you know, you go back to Adam Smith and Smith says uh, to all the kingdoms of the earth at that time, hey, just let everybody pursue their own self-interest. Uh, it'll all work out OK. It was unfathomable uh, right. that that could produce the wealth we have in this country of having a free market without a king or a despot or a pharaoh in charge. Uh, but we're reverting back to the logic right at the Great Depression. Hey, the government's got to step in and fix all this. We're the government. We're here to help you. Uh, and all, there, there really has been very little true science, right, with a, a placebo group and a control group and then a, 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 a decisive experiment that tells the truth about all these questions we face. There's very little science like that. That's what science is. And so instead, the politician class comes out and says, hey, we got to do something about this. And boy, that sounds good. If you're a citizen at home, hey, that politician says, let's do something. This is you got to do masks and this, that and the other thing, get 80 sticks and whatever. And the other folks are just ignoring it, right? They're, they're, they're anti-science. Uh, well, it turns out a lot of that science has been reversed lately. Yep. And uh, boy, they're going to have uh, some, they got to dig out of the hole uh, from the folks who spread uh, the fantasy science instead of the real stuff. Oh, I know. If you were still in Congress, you would be leading the charge right now to investigate the government response uh, to COVID, yep. the federal government response, and starting yep. with, uh, you know, who, Dr. Fauci. Only got a yep. minute left. If um, the truckers uh, that we yeah. see in Canada, we're seeing it in New Zealand. We're seeing it replicated, I think, in Australia and other countries yeah. as well, where yeah. there is absolute totalitarian uh, yeah. regime controlling people's lives and taking away yeah. their liberty. Is the global narrative, is, is, it, is it collapsing that, uh, yeah. that uh, they were using COVID, that these governments and leaders were using COVID as an excuse to crush people's rights? Well, I wish, I don't think that's necessarily the case. I think that's coming, uh, but what's coming that's changing the behavior is the polling for the midterms uh, in, in this country and others, the, 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 the political damage being done to the left and the globalists and the Davos people uh, yeah. is incalculable what they've done to themselves. And so the truckers got CNN, MSNBC now, and they got a global audience. Uh, and it turns out that, you know, the, the vice president of Canada in, the, in, the, in the, the next step to the presidency, supposedly the next one, has said we need to arrest anyone that brought gasoline or foodstuffs or anyone to these truckers. And we got to arrest anybody that was in on the GoFundMe scheme to support these people. This is the government. They, yeah. They're going to come and arrest you. And that's what's going on here with the folks who uh, dare to be a part of their school board or to be a part of their uh, county administration. And, and, and do democracy. And so it's, it's Orwellian. The left says uh, the right is destroying democracy when, of course, it's the exact opposite. Those truckers you got right there, uh, that looks like uh, democracy to me. And uh, yeah. I, I'll hang out with those guys anytime. Well, once you lose liberty, you don't get it back. That's the That's bottom correct. line. And you we have it. lost X amount of liberty, yeah. unfortunately, uh, in this country. And I firmly believe that what we are witnessing here is nothing more than a dry run for the bigger picture. And yeah. the next yeah. shoe to drop, in my opinion, is going to be climate change, right? It's, it yeah. tastes, it smells a heck of a lot like a virus you can't see, right? You can say the ozone, yeah. well, you can't see it. Oh, but it's being destroyed. So if, right. this is what's right. coming, this is a dry run. Dave, if, yeah. if folks want uh, more information, they want to follow you, uh, you have a website or they go to Liberty University. 
Yeah. Where? Yep. Just come Liberty University. Uh, bring your kids out here. Take a tour of campus. Come up to the business school. I'll give you a personal tour. Uh, your kid will love it. We believe in liberty. We believe in God. Uh, we love everybody. That's a great place to be. And uh, you're welcome. You, you especially are welcome anytime. I'll put you in front of the kids any day you like. God bless all of you. I want one of those tours as soon as possible. Right. Okay, Brad? Anytime. You. Thank you. Coming up next, the mainstream media in cahoots again with the Marxist Democrats on Capitol Hill over the phony January 6th committee as the daily uh, the ledger report continues. The ledger report is brought to you by MyPillow.com. Please go to MyPillow.com and enter ledger in the promo code box for up to 66% off. That's MyPillow.com and enter L-E-D-G-E-R in the promo code box. The Ledger Report is also brought to you by Relief Factor. Go to ReliefFactor.com forward slash Ledger for a natural homeopathic way to relieve nagging chronic pain. Or call 833-425-7246. 833-425-7246. Four two five seven two four six for Relief Factor Pain Relief. Thank you for supporting My Pillow, Relief Factor, and the Ledger Report. Hello, everyone. This is John Michael Chambers, the creator and founder of American Media Periscope. Family, finances, faith, and freedom are four things that most of us would do almost anything to protect. At American Media Periscope, we trust the team at Sovereign Advisors with financial advice. With over 27 years of experience, a team that believes in people over profit and shares our views that family, finances, faith, and freedom need to be protected can help you protect your finances from erosion due to governmental policies that are out of our control. What is in our control? Our own decision to act or to not act. At American Media Periscope, we encourage you to act. Action changes things. Call Sovereign Advisors today, ask for Dr. Kirk Elliott, and start working with a team that will help you protect your retirement assets while sharing your desire to protect family, faith, and freedom. Call them today at 720-605-3900 and tell them John Michael Chambers sent you. Remember, freedom, it's up to us. January 6th. Can you address the idea that that the committee is somehow going after innocent people who are just trying to take their minds? Stop the tape. You see, that's the mainstream media working hand in glove with the radical Marxists on Capitol Hill, aka the so-called Democrats. This is Pete Aguilar at the podium right now, flanked by the other Marxists. Pete Aguilar is someone relatively young, relative newcomer to Washington, D.C., but he's got the Marxist credentials. He's one of those people who has supported, for example, DACA. Remember DACA? Oh, it's still out there. It's still alive and well, giving amnesty to illegal immigrants. That's what DACA is. DACA is nothing more, nothing less than giving amnesty to people who broke into this country illegally. Oh, you could say, Graham, that's so mean. That's so harsh of you. How could you say that? These kids are, they, they were brought here by their parents through no fault of their own. So if there's a bank robber and there's a kid in the car while his dad is committing the crime, 
through no fault of that child's own, and that dad is caught and arrested and sent to jail, what do we do with that child? Do we send the child to jail, or do we not send the father to jail? So the child can be with the father and say, oh, don't worry about it? Or do we send the child to jail with the father? No, of course not. So why are, why are we treating this any differently? Those parents committed a crime. They violated our sovereignty. You know what I believe we ought to do with that DACA list? I don't want to get too far off field here. But I think we ought to take that DACA list and we ought to use it as a roadmap to find their parents and deport them. Roll tape. Yeah, I was I was shocked to read to read the statement um, and saddened. Stop tape. So so this Aguilar person who's lived off our dime, who's lived off the public sector dole his entire career. He was the mayor of uh, San Bernardino or something like that before this. And now he's a, quote, congressman. Who knows? Maybe he'll be a senator. And he's on a fast track to uh, run for president. Who knows? I don't think he has the brain muscle to do so. But you never know. Barack Obama did it. Um, so, so he's shocked that the Republican Party is not happy with the January 6th phony committee. But he's not shocked that the border's wide open because he wants the border wide open, violating our sovereignty. He's not shocked that that debt. Where did you see this in any of your headlines anywhere in the mainstream media or in the alternative media? Did you see it anywhere in these trusted news sources that you go to? The debt crossed 30 trillion with a T, 30 trillion dollars. Do you know what that means? Somewhere in the neighborhood, I, I'm one of these wonk, economic wonk nerds. Every once in a while, I'll go to debtclock.org, and I look at that thing spinning like a top, $30 trillion. And then it tells you how much each American owes on that $30 trillion. This is somewhere around $90,000. That's every American. But then if they break it down every tax-paying American, because, of course, there's a difference between every American and every tax-paying American, every tax-paying American owes about a quarter of a million dollars. Let me ask you something. Do you have a quarter million dollars that you could write as a check to the federal government when we default? These people on Capitol Hill, and I'm speaking about Republicans right now, they voted for the continuing resolution just last week, quote, to, or this week, to keep the government open, so-called, right? This continuing resolution that lasts a couple more months so we don't default on our debt. We're not going to default on our debt. We're not. We have, as a government, enough income. When, when you hear the mainstream media say or write that we will default on, their, on the debt if, if, we, if we don't um, come up with a continuing resolution, that is a lie. It's a lie. These people are not doing their homework or they're just plain lying. We take in, as a country, more than enough money to cover our debt each month. Let me repeat. We take in, as a country, each month, more than enough to cover our debt. Yet you have the Republicans falling for this nonsense. What we need is another good government shutdown. And how about a shutdown that lasts maybe six months, nine months, a year? Life is better when the government's shut down. 
Heck, it's half shut down right now because of COVID, because of the Omicron variant. The delineation between Republicans and Democrats on Capitol Hill, unfortunately, too many times, there are good Republicans out there, there still are, but the delineation is now smeared, unfortunately. Roll tape. Um, the fact that we have an entire political party that is sanctioning violence uh, that took place that day is... There... Who was killed on January 6th? This needs to be repeated among those who care about the truth. When these ding-dongs, the Marxists, come out and say the deadly January 6th event, the person who was killed was Ashley Babbitt, okay? And she was unarmed, she was shot in the throat, and she died right there on Capitol Hill. I don't even think she made it to the hospital. Ashley Babbitt's family is suing, and rightfully so, for, I don't think it's enough, I think it's $50 million for wrongful death. Ashley Babbitt was inside that building, yes, but so were dozens, maybe hundreds of other people. And I'm not one of these people who's gonna come on and say, you know what, they did something wrong and they should be prosecuted because they did something wrong. Okay, well, so did all the rioters that previous summer. They did something wrong, so they should be prosecuted if they did something wrong. Ashley Babbitt is dead, she's the only one dead from that day, from that incident. And no, it wasn't an insurrection. Nancy Pelosi, Chuck Schumer, you wanna see an insurrection, it's coming. And you will know it when you see it. Because red-blooded Americans who happen to care and revere about the Second Amendment are gonna be showing you exactly what an insurrection looks like. January 6th was not an insurrection. The January 6th committee is a phony distraction, a distraction that's going to lead into the November election, a distraction that the Democrats simply want to use to try and maintain their grip on power. I just hope and pray that if the, de the Republicans do take over power in Washington, D.C., that a couple things happen. One, there is a major, and it should be a criminal investigation. There needs to be a grand jury seated, and there needs to be a criminal prosecutor put in charge of it. They need to investigate the government response to COVID at all levels, frankly, federal, state, and local. And that could go on for many, many years, unfortunately, but there needs to be a deadline. You know, in the industry I've worked in my entire career television, we have these things called deadlines. Unfortunately, Durham apparently doesn't have a deadline. Work on a deadline, okay? So we have a beginning, a middle, and an end. And there also needs to be a, a global and larger investigation into the January 6th committee. And that, of course, would take them into the Ashley Babbitt and what happened there. There needs to be a real investigation over Ashley Babbitt's death, because I know what happened in the DC police investigation. They went to a Ouija board and they said, who killed Ashley Babbitt? Oh, it wasn't the police officer. <laughs> Case closed. Still ahead. Why there is hope that we can still get to the constitutional bottom of the fraud of the 2020 presidential election as the Ledger Report continues.
Attention, this is an important message for anyone diagnosed with non-Hodgkin's lymphoma after being exposed to Roundup or other weed killers. In 2015, the Internal Agency for Research on Cancer warned that overexposure to Roundup and other weed killers may increase the risk of developing non-Hodgkin's lymphoma. After losing a number of court cases, the maker of Roundup recently announced that a global settlement had been reached and agreed to pay over $10 billion to resolve pending cases. Please call 800-376-1935. Attention, have you or a loved one been diagnosed with cancer after using Zantac or other heartburn medications for several months? You may be entitled to compensation. Call Zantac Justice now for a free legal case review. The FDA has warned that Zantac and other medications containing heartburn drug ranitidine may be contaminated with cancer-causing agent NDMA. Consult your physician prior to discontinuing any use of medication. Please call 800-868-3048. Final thoughts now. The truth and depth of fraud in the 2020 presidential election, thanks to a vocal few. Yeah, like you, I had my doubts about it. The stonewalling of simply investigating malfeasance in the presidential election is mind-numbing. If there's nothing to hide, then let us see the logs of the voting machines. Let us examine the routers. Let us recount so we can match the mail-in ballots with the electronic numbers that were inputted in the system. If there's Nothing there or there, then fine, we'll walk away, we'll shut up. And while brave leaders in Arizona and Georgia, Wisconsin, Pennsylvania, Michigan, continue to be stymied, often by Republicans, the hope lies among a few patriotic private citizens. These would be American scientists, including physicists like Jovan Pulitzer, who I got to meet recently at an election event in Florida. In the end, people like Pulitzer are number crunchers who have crunched and crunched in states like Arizona, Wisconsin. And of course, the numbers never add up. In the end, it's always more votes cast than there are voters for a precinct or a county or in some cases, an entire state. But you know what? Despite this alarming truth, these scientists are hopeful. They are optimistic that we, the people, will get to see the truth. Not because of political leaders, but in spite of them. These scientists are modern-day Paul Revere's who are sounding the alarms for all the country to see and hear. They firmly believe that justice will prevail. They also believe that yes, one day soon, everyone will know the undeniable truth of the election fraud of 2020. It would because it would be because of them and because evil can only prevail when good is silent and silent they are not. This edition of the Ledger Report is on its way to the Archives Library of Congress. Thank you for listening. Thank you for watching. I'm Graham Ledger. And remember, even when I'm wrong, I'm right. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill.